0: Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio.
1: The multi-award winning Niall Boylan show.
2: Ireland's classic
1: hits. You might have heard in the News there about a few minutes ago, and it's actually on BBC News, which is just goes to show you how much attention this is getting, and it says, the Irish police to vote to withdraw services in Row. This is going to be called the Drew Flu. The Irish police boss, or the Garda chief is accused of blind inaction A dogged, single-minded approach over rotas. Drew Harris has led and Garda Sheikh, Connor, the Irish police service, for five years. Garda have voted to withdraw voluntary overtime on all five Tuesdays in October and strike on the 10th of November if the current dispute is not resolved. Though they will be striking, if you want to call it a better better word, or, you know, withdrawing voluntary overtime, um, on Halloween night and uh, budget night. Both nights, by the way, which sometimes can cause problems, you know, there can be young people causing problems out on the streets and Halloween night, as we're all well aware. Um, and budget night, of course, people can be very angry with decisions made a budget. And according to me, Martin, it's going to be a bad budget. But it kind of got me to believe in, you know, and, and by the way, can I say before I start this, if you're a member of Agarda Shea and you're listening, I empathise with you completely. You are underpaid, undervalued. I wouldn't do your job because it wouldn't pay me enough to do it. I wouldn't take, I wouldn't risk my life for the amount of money that you're being paid. You are undervalued in your job, and I completely agree with you. Um, I also believe that you were insulted by the Minister for Justice last week when she said she had confidence in Drew Harris, even though 9,000 of you said you didn't, and 99% of you. Actually, do you know what I'm more concerned about? Was it What was it? 97.8% of Ungarda Gardaíche who voted said they'd no faith, wasn't that the figure? I'm more concerned with the 2.3% who said they did have faith in him. I can only put it down to the fact they just ticked the wrong box <laughs> because <laughs> how could 2.3% be okay? You know what I mean? How? How? Anyway, moving on from that, the question I wanted to ask is about emergency services. On guard of um, the nursing, the doctors, the fire service, and all the, all the rest of them do you think they should be allowed to go on strike or have a blue flu, if that's what you want to call it? Should they be allowed to go on strike? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. We're going to take a little break. The number is 087-188-0008. Should necessary services be allowed to strike? Now, I know you're going to say the guards are not striking out. It's called a withdrawal of service. It's the same thing, isn't it? They used to call it the blue flu. As I said, now it's called the drew flu. Should they be allowed to go on strike or take industrial action of any sort? Let me know what you think. The number, as I said, is 087-188-0008. And we're not just focusing on guards, by the way. Nurses, doctors, fire service... Any service that basically keeps people safe. You're listening to Nighttime Talk with Niall Boylan. With Recruit.ie. Download our job search app today. Search for Recruit.ie in your smartphone app store. Ireland's classic hits radio. Yes, I'm looking at the headline in the last 20 minutes and all the uh, online publications. Rank and file guardie vote for November strike day and work to rule on Halloween and budget day. This, again, as I said, has to do with the rosters and also due to the fact that Drew Harris is still there, even though out of the 9,000 of them, 97.8%, wasn't it, um, said they didn't have any confidence. Actually, somebody calculated it here. Now, the actual figures was 133 guards voted confidence in Drew Harris. I'm convinced 133 out of the 9,000, they obviously just ticked the wrong box. Maybe they're a bit stupid or something. And they just ticked the wrong box. But here's the question. I don't want to focus just on the Garda Khan, but that's that's the story obviously in the news tonight. But we've had this conversation uh, many times in the past and there's a kind of mixed reaction as to whether people believe emergency services or necessary services should be allowed to strike or work to rule because they do put people's lives in danger. And it puts people's safety in danger if ambulance drivers go on strike for example, if you know nurses and doctors go on strike, if Garda go on strike, if the fire service go on strike. All of these things can put people's lives at risk. It reduces, you know, the availability to, of life-saving services. So the number is 87 188 0 Should they be allowed to go and strike? Um, hi, Dennis. How are you? How are you doing, Niall? Good. Dennis, do you believe that necessary services should be allowed to strike? Absolutely not. No way. Never. Not in the month of Sundays. never should happen. Right. OK. So what do they do when they're frustrated? Like all workers who get frustrated and they're unified in their frustration. They're not being paid enough, maybe they, should,
0: they should be they should protest like everyone else, go up and have a protest outside of the dial and chase the Healy Rays around like everyone else.
1: Chase the Healy Rays around. <laughs> yeah. So but we've we've seen how good protests work lately. That that's not gonna work in too well, is it?
0: No, we're a complete waste of time. And shoot that poor American got beat nearly beaten to death in Dublin, where were the guards then and should have out there this week, now, and they're swanning around on the Navy boat. The heroic... um oh, well, the they dope. did do it good. Now, I, just... no,
1: I them a, give them a bit no, of no, praise. I
0: know. I'm not, I'm not, let, me, let me finish. Jeez, don't jump down my throat. But all I'm saying is, like, the, at the end of the day, these guys have a job to do. And they've done a fantastic job there. And then you've got the, like I said, we're worried in Dublin? When I was attacked, and there was a guy stabbed in Dublin Airport. And then you've got all these missing people in Cork. They're out searching for them. They have to find them. And, Cause loads to be done. I don't think now's the time to strike. Like, it's just daft. But there's loads of time during the pandemic to be dancing in videos. So I mean, now's the time to man up and do the job.
1: And to make dancing videos during the pandemic is...
0: <laughs> Remember all the bloody Jerusalem challenges. Every bloody garden <laughs> yeah. station videos. Oh, I if swear. If you ever hung if you ever hung over, <laughs> and you want to clear your head and have a good puke, just put on the dancing videos of the guards, the Jerusalem challenge, and it, you'll have be sober in a minute, I'll tell you though, the, oh my God.
1: That music was like an earworm in me head at the time.
0: Oh my God, I remember seeing it and seeing these guys dance around in the <laughs> Garda badge. i tell you one thing, it was an uh, Anyway, we won't go out of my It was the, embarrassing. The, uh,
1: but during COVID, I suppose-
0: I'm still, fucking. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm totally embarrassed. Anytime I look at that, I think of children. That's what I see. But anyway, we move on. Sorry, no night. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, okay. But here, here's the thing. You know, like everybody else, I'm, by the way, Dennis, I wouldn't be a guard. I wouldn't put my life in danger for the money they get. Would you?
0: Ah, uh, You know, like, sure, you've loads of people there in the guard reserve and they volunteer for it and sure all they do is get trodden on by the guards. Yeah, I look down on them. Why don't they, why don't they, why don't we see their praise on the news and everything apart from the token fell every year getting a medal for bravery for getting a cat out of a tree. I mean, come on, <laughs> like, we got to up the game here, like.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it is a difficult job. It's not an easy job. I w- Would you do it? Honestly, be honest.
0: Personally, personally no, I wouldn't. No, and honest, I wouldn't, it wouldn't either. It takes a certain type of person to go out and do that job, but it takes a certain type of person to go out and stand in front of the station and dance around to the
1: never. See, we can't take there's anything seriously guys. when you keep mentioning
0: there's the guys, that. There's the guys that the absolutely along the rope at the cold face and do the job and we're around and got all those drugs and there's the guys that deal with crime every day of the week and then you've got the guys who upvoted ninety nine percent them for the drugs from chat that's the way I look at it.
1: <laughs> if you have an axe They're to grind Well okay, well hang on, hang on. <laughs> if you were, if if you have an axe to grind and you're a guard and, and by the way, in relation to the shifts, I understand their their problem with the rosters, right? Because they were changed during COVID and they haven't been changed back again. But it, but here's the thing. Uh, and I often hear nurses going on about this too and I don't want to have a go at nurses because they do a wonderful job, right? But you know, oh, I'm working a 12 hour a day that's what they say. And I say, well, hold on for a second that's fine, yeah, but you only do three days and then you're off for four. So, you know, a lot of people yeah. would like that luxury of doing the extra three or four hours and, and having four days off. So, anyway, but that's beside the point. Um, if you're a nurse or you're a fire person or a fire department the days I yeah. say a fireman are gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean They're difficult jobs. People's lives depend on you. And I understand why you'd say they shouldn't be allowed to strike. But if they don't believe they're being treated properly, or they don't believe they're being paid properly for their job, I mean, and you feel protesting is not going to work, or stand outside the doll on a rainy day is not going to work, what is the solution? Industrial action was always the solution, wasn't it? Yeah, but I I didn't see anywhere
0: in that statement about protest. All I saw in the statement was they're looking they're looking to have fours at four Tuesdays for no extra overtime, and then they're going to... And it's funny. Is it just me or am I kind that I've been a conspiracy theorist <laughs> how come it's on near the
1: budget? Well, they, they did say it's on budget night, yeah. budget On budget yeah, night.
0: Yeah, yeah, so, like, it's on budget night. So, like, I'm not thick. It's about money. We all know what it's about. Like, if it was any other time of year, I'd say, yeah, I agree with you. But when it's on the budget, we know what it's about. It's about money.
1: Well, I, they, well, prob- well they probably do want more money.
0: But I'll tell you, one thing, know, i tell you, laugh, right? I was laughing, I was reading the statement. And you will laugh, right? Because it says on it that his or her labour on the 10th of November, they should withdraw his or her labour on the 10th of November. I thought I saw a rainbow car there driving around there, West Cork, one day with a rainbow on it. Shouldn't that be his, her, them,
1: day, day? Z.
0: And, and all you, and D and X? and XL, and LX, and
1: just whatever, you know, rather than his or her, she's at, I think, JGBT. Yeah, let's, let's not be assuming their gender, huh? Uh, but it also that, says as well that they, um, just like 1998 when they withdrew the Labour and they called it the Blue Flu, this has been called the yeah. Drew Flu. Uh, yeah,
0: well, this should be called it. I don't know what they should call it. It's nobody They can call it the hit or a because that would totally no. to be the wrong thing. Yeah, it's be offended. Right? I'd, be offe- I'd be offended. I'd be offended. i really, really offended. I'm sure you I would.
1: Think. Okay, just to let people know, on the 10th of October and Halloween night, the 31st of October, they will do the same on the 3rd, 17th, and the 24th of October, which is a, a, yeah, a, a yeah. withdrawal of voluntary overtime. Yeah.
0: Well, I hope that they go up and they do the dance outside the dial, and then we'd all puke, and we'd all know exactly what they meant. But
1: hang on a second, let me go to Lily. See, if she take it seriously? Lily, hi. How are you?
3: <laughs> I'm fine. How are you?
1: Good. Did you do the Jerusalem dance?
3: Um, I'm I'm just um I'm just thinking about okay, they might go and strike Halloween night and whatever other night. What about all the nights that those guards have to go to somebody's door? knock at the door and say, I'm sorry, I've got bad you for you. Your son or your daughter or your sister or Has been killed. Yeah. Have, ha- has been killed in a car accident. And I I actually think the guards, the nurses, the fire people, all of them, their job is the most important job in the country. Their job is more important than all the politicians and they're going on to New York and they're going this place and that place. The guards have the most horrifying job of all of Ireland, because I certainly wouldn't want to be, I would not want to be a guard. They have to face people on the street who have social problems. They're spat at, they're hit, they're kicked, they're treated like so badly. And yet, yes, the guards will take it with the a slap on the hand or take it with, with the job they do and they go into court and they'll do everything to help that person because I've seen this before. I, I've seen it and I, I tell you something. I do not blame the guards one single bit to say they're going on strike on Halloween night. Lucas, the guards are on the streets. The guards do their best. They're always there. They're always there every 365 days a the year. The guards have the most Impossible job. I'd love to see. I'd, I'd give anything to see Leo Vraka and his team or whatever. I'd love to see them out in the street some night, trying to talk to youngsters that's causing crime, and they're spitting at spitting at the guards, spitting at these people. These these guards are these guards are husbands, their sons, their brothers. They have to. They they ha, they have to go home after. And I, I, think, I think
1: most people accept that, Lily, that there fi- the majority yeah. of them rank and file do a fine job. Not all of them, but, of the, ma- course, but the majority. Yeah. But, but here's the thing. For what you just said, they're there to protect us, just like the nurses and the doctors, just like the fire people or the fire service. So they're there to protect us. Um, so for that reason, when they're not there and they withdraw their services, they then put the general public at risk. So should they be allowed to go on strike?
3: Well, who might who might say that? Like, well, if, you're entitled uh, to have any
1: opinion you want, but don't be saying who yeah. might say that. You're you've um, just telling me how great they are. So, sh- I'm asking, yeah. should they be allowed to go on strike?
3: Um, I can see your point, and uh, I respect it. That we really do need the guards on at duty at all times, and we need nurses and doctors. But the guards, don't, the guards don't go and strike too often.
1: No, this is true.
3: And to be honest with you, to be honest with you, like, their job is very difficult. It's a very difficult job. No, 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 no. I I
1: accept that and you have an alternate view to Dennis and that's fine. But but what I'm saying to you is I I accept your point that they do a a thankless job sometimes and I wouldn't want to be a guard because I wouldn't put my life in danger for money but guards are willing to do that for us. But should they be allowed to go on strike? Because that in turn endangers people.
3: It does, yes. I, I, yes, I, 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 I don't think they, I don't think they should actually go on strike. But if they could come to some, um. Well, I think they've tried know, other, the other avenues.
1: And, yes, they've exhausted all other avenues. Other avenues. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Because they just maybe they're just saying that Halloween night is a high is a night that the guards are needed on the street.
1: Yes, it is a night but, they're needed. But
3: but saying that, like I mean, they don't usually go on strike and. And and I know what you're saying, that we need the guards, we need the fire brigade, we need all the public services to uh, be
1: yeah. there
3: for the people to protect us. Yes,
1: yes. Okay, well, let, let me just go back to Dennis. Dennis, you've heard Lily there. She's given them a glowing reference, uh, and in fairness, for some people will, and some Fair people it was
0: fine. It was fantastic, like, It was okay. brilliant. I okay. No. Thanks for that, Lily. That was
1: beautiful. <laughs> all right. But, ah, but <laughs> I think he was being sarcastic, Lily, with the greatest respect. But But Dennis... Lily,
0: did you like them dancing, Lily? Did you like them dancing? Did you
1: like the dancing videos? <laughs> she, I don't think she knows what you're talking about. But Dennis, she said a lot of nice things about the guards. There's no no two ways about that. But, you know, she was hesitant in relation to, you know, the strike. But she, as her her argument is they don't do it too often. In other words, when they do do it, it must be serious.
0: Look, at the end of the day, like, there's going to be people out there, bad people, wandering the streets tonight. So we need the guards out there to deal with these people and... That's what their job is and if they go on strike these people are going to take the mick out of every one of us especially when you're that big drugs operation like I said and you the guy that was stabbed in Dublin and they're searching for all these missing people that's just in Cork alone you've all the anti-social behaviour that's going on and I think around Halloween especially remember we see the remember there was last year the year before they were attacking the bloody firemen you know right, the gorillas, they went to blow yeah. the fire yeah yeah. so we need the guards there and to pick own, <laughs> around the time of the budget around bonfire night or Halloween whatever it's called now like we need the guards to be out there manning with their shoulders to the wheel doing their job and if they're going to strike keep it till next June, July when there's a nice long day nice summer's day when everyone's at the beach and there's nothing happening picked in not around the budget but that's not not
1: but that's not what anybody does on a strike no matter who you are when you're striking let's say for example in Dublin airport if the staff or the control tower or the the, the, the cabin crew want to go and strike they'll pick the busiest day of the year
0: as you you want to cause as much disruption Yeah, as you can. absolutely but Unfortunately, if the guards do it there's does it, does a little, does only a bit more to it than that rather than people missing their holidays people could lose their lives and I think the guards should be sticking to the job and instead of voting 99% to strike over overtime I mean, it's just, it's a bit, I think it's crazy like it's not going to do that and the public opinion, if something happens public opinion is very, is very you know, it can go one way or the other, like from one day to the next when something bad happens, all the public opinion could go against them. They're playing a slippery slope to disaster. I think they should stick to the job, find another route, and if they want to protest, they should go up and protest outside the dial, get their plaque open. You know, I've no problem with the guys protest, but I think strike, that should be the last option. It seems here like it's their first option.
1: Well, you are right. It does seem like it's the first option, doesn't
0: it? I don't know like they haven't. They haven't even jumped through all the hoops of public opinion yet. They've gone straight for the juggler, they've gone straight for striking. I mean if Halloween night now something goes on or some idiot goes out and does something and some young person gets killed and next thing the public opinion turns and what they got like all the good PR they get. It could be ruined in two seconds. They can go from being the best guys out there to being the worst. And I think the public opinion at the moment is a great regard for the guards, I do myself even though I'm joking about the Jerusalem challenge because obviously as you can tell, you'd bound me up to the last, that rubbish. But like at the end of the day, they soldier on, get the job done and we'd all be proud and stand behind them. Whereas if they go off and something stupid happens on Halloween night or something like that and something serious happens or another man is attacked in Dublin by a gang of youths and they're not there to do their job, the public opinion will kill them. They'll be murdered.
1: Okay, but we'll stay there for a second. Let me go to Ria as well. Ria, hi, how are you?
2: Hi. Hi, Nile. I'm fine, thank you. Ria, should, should emergency okay.
1: services, any emergency service, should they be allowed to strike?
2: Look, strike is... Uh, I come from a country that strike is an everyday <laughs> situation in different areas. Okay. Not only emergencies. But... Um, I haven't seen anything done after a strike. I mean, are they convinced that if they do this strike, they will win what they are demanding for? What are they demands? What do they want?
1: Well, they want rid of the commissioner, and they also want their rosters changed back to what they were for pre-COVID, okay? So they're doing 12-hour rosters. But, Ria, it's kind of irrelevant to some degree what they're looking for. I think Uh, the general idea of announcing a strike, usually, is to get, you know, the the powers to be to give in to their demands before the strike happens. So that, that's always the last resort, isn't it? So that's usually the the purpose of announcing that you're going to go on strike is that your boss will turn around and say, Well, okay, what are you looking for? Let's talk about this.
2: Yeah. Uh, look, in some there are some professions, unfortunately for the professionals, <laughs> that um let's I don't mean it exactly literally, but they are not allowed. Let's say, in quotation, okay, they are not allowed to do to go on strikes, mm-hmm. okay, uh, because uh, it's the nature of their uh, of what they do to serve people to save lives of people, not just serve people in a coffee shop or something. They save lives, like the doctors like the um, the policeman or whatever yeah so they have to find other ways and uh, it looks like uh, go on strike on Halloween night or New Year's Eve or whatever okay it's like uh, you are pre- you're giving too much pressure Okay, you say I'm going on strike. You are threatening me that I will go on strike on uh, Halloween night and see what happens. Okay, but if something happens that night, they will be the first to blame.
1: Yeah, but that's the point. That's it, the point. Dennis is making. They will. They will then lose public support.
2: Yes, they will definitely lose public support anyway, because unfortunately, the person that decides to, to go on on to become a guardian or a doctor or he's devoted. Okay, he has a personal, he, she has a personal life. I understand that. But just imagine that I work in a supermarket and I work until 10 o'clock in the night. And trust me, people are coming at 10 o'clock in the night and they shop. Mm -hmm. I have to to work like uh, until 7 o'clock in New Year's Eve and people are coming at 7 o'clock in the afternoon shopping, although it's New Year's Eve. And I want to go home to my kids, okay, as well. But I decided to do that job. Since I decided to do that job, I knew the danger. I knew what my obligations. I knew what I have to do. Okay, and I was, yeah, I was uh, old enough to understand and commit to that. If you want to find a way you know it's like uh, how can I say that
1: no I, I understand you okay. knew the obligations of the job you knew the commitment you knew the inconvenience so yes. yeah so
3: do so, so don't go don't go do, do
1: the job if you're not happy with this with the conditions
2: you have to find another way to talk about it uh, the government has to find uh, communication channels to talk to those people okay because some professions unfortunately are not allowed to, to go on strikes because it has to do with public safety uh, welfare safety yeah uh, health uh, you know you, you're not just uh, go on strike like without conscience
1: no, no, I, I I get what you're saying, and i'm looking here at all the texts coming in, and most people are actually agreeing with you Rhea.
2: Uh, I'm not against strikes in general where where, okay. you, where
1: are you originally Ria, where are you originally from?
2: I'm from Greece.
1: Okay, because you mentioned there's a lot of strikes. <laughs> I was just yes, curious. we have a
2: lot of strikes there. We have a lot of strikes there in different areas, okay. Mm-hmm. But the doctors never, they went on a strike and it was a, a huge problem for, uh, for Greece. Okay. And... Uh, do, the police, the do
1: the police ever go on strike?
2: No. never, Never. Policemen never went on a strike. Uh, there are some areas that they never went on a strike, like firemen
3: mm-hmm.
2: policemen they never go on a strike. but uh, the doctors um, decided to go on a strike, and that was a disaster as you can imagine yes and uh, then ah, we yeah. have uh, public uh, public health and we have also private health, so the private hospitals and doctors. <laughs> Had a lot of money because you know they they gained a lot of money from that strike because everybody went there.
1: So they paid the private doctors to stand in for the public ones, yeah.
2: You couldn't, couldn't wait for the public doctor to go, to go back to work. You have to do to, to if you if you are in an emergency, you can't just afford to wait for the public doctor. No,
1: doctors. no. And of course, people would have had their operations cancelled and all sorts of, of things, yeah.
2: Of course, and there was a huge problem. And uh, you know, there are some areas, unfortunately, that uh, I could uh, maybe people should maybe they should communicate to people exactly what their problem is. Maybe us, as citizens, could support those uh, you know those guards with our words, with our protests. If even we should protest because we need them. You know, we need them. We shouldn't just neglect them and say, okay, you're not supposed to go on strike. I don't care what you want. We care for what they want. We should support them as citizens, but they, as long as they support us. But they are not allowed to go on strike. No. I'm, I'm sorry for
1: that. Okay, no, no, I get it. I get it. A lot of people would agree with you. Thank you, Ria. Um, for people who don't know about the strike, as well, of course, the Cardiff corner at present are working a four-on-four off-day roster, which I mentioned earlier on, which was introduced during the COVID nineteen pandemic, um, and uh, they want it brought back to the way it was before the pandemic. Um, obviously, it was a better arrangement, and not only that, they're they're obviously striking over um, resources, um, and of course, morale is not good at the moment because they don't have any confidence in their chief commissioner, and. Um, The Gardner Commissioner, Drew Harris, has had a 97.8 vote or vote of no confidence. The Minister of Justice says she has faith in him, which is an insult to all the Garda-Shiaqana. And he's still there. He's not going anywhere. And that's not good for morale within the Garda-Shiaqana. So that is the problem. And they're also under-resourced, undermanned. But there's not a lot we can do about that because as much as we may try, it's impossible to get people to join. Because most young people nowadays, unfortunately, a lot of them don't want to join the guards. They don't want to join the army. They want to sit behind computers and make more money. There's a lot of jobs they could make more money doing. A guard is reasonably well paid, depending on how long they've been there, by the way. I'm not going to say they're the worst paid in Europe, but they're reasonably okay. Starting out is pretty piss poor pay. Um, And if you're a guard stationed in Dublin, for example, and you're originally from the country, maybe, and you're stationed in Dublin... There are guards living in practically bedsits because they can't afford anything else. You know what I mean? And that's unacceptable. If you're you're living in a city and you're working in a city, particularly if you're working for a public sector, you should be paid enough money that you can actually live in the city.
0: Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show.